Welcome to Becoming a Sleep Consultant. I'm your host, Jane Havens, a certified sleep consultant and founder of both SnoozeFest by Jane Havens and Center for Pediatric Sleep Management. On this podcast, I'll be discussing the business side of sleep consulting. You'll have an insider's view on launching, growing, and even scaling a sleep consulting business. This is not a podcast about sleep training. This is a podcast about business building and entrepreneurship. Allison Henderson is an international business coach and Instagram expert for ambitious coaches who are looking to grow their businesses through social media. In the past three years, Allison has worked with nearly 200 female coaches in a variety of industries, teaching them how to make money and get clear on their sales and marketing strategy. She founded the Social Media Sales Blueprint with the mission to help women build the life and business of their dreams. Allison, I'm so excited to be chatting with you today. Thank you for having me, Jane. I'm excited to be here. So I wanted to have you on the show to discuss money mindset. Uh, when I was thinking about this topic and we were chatting a little bit offline before we got recording, uh, I was thinking about it in like sort of two baskets. Uh, when you think about money mindset, I think a lot of entrepreneurs will think about like the fear of investing in yourself and then also the fear that no one will invest in you, right? Mm, yeah. uh, so sort of hoping that we could unpack those two money mindset baskets. Uh, yeah. Let's talk about um, fear of investing in yourself first, because Absolutely. I think a lot of listeners are probably struggling with that. Uh, what do you think that's all about? Where do you think it stems from? And how do we get over it? I know that those are really loaded questions. Yeah. Well, I guess to start, we always have to understand like where our money story comes from, right? Why do I have this big fear of investing in myself? And a lot of it has to do with, I'm not going to make my money back. All right. So when there is this like, okay, Allison, I want to join your program or Jane, I want to sign up for your certification program. There's this big fear of trust. Okay. And when we don't trust in ourselves to get the results, we then project that through this investment. Okay. So of course I want to do this. I want to sign up for this. I really want this business, but also do I trust in myself to actually put in the work and to do the homework and to actually get the results that I, that I really, really want. So there's this lack of fear inside of ourselves that like, I'm not going to do the work. Therefore I'm not going to make this money back. Yeah. And I think, I think what we do as like scared humans mm -hmm. is we blame our fear on like the program. Right. Um, so people will say to me, you know, if I take your course, how long will it take me to get a return on investment? Mm -hmm. Right. That's a question that I get asked all the time. And, you know, I don't know the answer to that question. It, dep yeah. it depends oh. on you, right? Like that doesn't Absolutely. depend that that is not a reflection of the program that I offer, right? Yeah. I would love for everybody to hit the ground running and to really get, get going. clients tomorrow. Yeah, of course. Of course. That mm -hmm. that is my that is my wish for all of my mm -hmm. students. But you know, are you out there talking to people? Did mm -hmm. you did you get a website up? Did you yeah. <laughs> launch a social media? Did you did you yeah. get on a Zoom and chat with anybody today? Yeah. You know, I we we can't control that, right? So there mm -hmm. there's so much stuff in there. There's so much like depth to all of that. And we love to, I, we all do this. We're all guilty of it. We love to sort of like 
place the blame on on something, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. At the end of the day, if I don't have the money in the bank, my bank account that I want to have, it's a hundred percent my responsibility and a reflection of what I did for the past probably like six months, realistically. So if I sit there and can say, okay, what have I been doing or not doing for the past six months? Well, I'm just, I was planting seeds. Like, so when I, my first year of business, it was like planting seeds, planting seeds. The next year I was like, now I see all these seeds blooming, right? Like you see the, the flowers of whatever you want to call it. Right. But like, yeah. that's really what it comes down to is so many people expect immediate instant results when they sign up for programs and being like, Oh, I didn't realize to build a like a million dollar business, it might take me five years or it might take me 10 years, right? When we think about overnight successes, when you actually listen to their stories, it was like, oh, I've been doing this for a decade, like, or more, right? And the people, it's um, I, one of my mentors, he said, it's like almost like winning the lottery. Overnight success is as if like you just won the lottery because a lot of people will never have an overnight success or build the business they want to build in like a month or two. You know what I mean? So but it really, it comes down to you staying super consistent with the business tasks that you need to be doing. Um, and I think a lot of people don't even know what those are, right? Like, and that's that's the unfortunate part is like, I see a lot of people come out of certification programs or even just like life coaching or whatever. And they're just like, but now what? Like, what do I do now? Like I'm certified and I, I have a, this talent and this education and all this knowledge, but now what? And so it's like, okay, well, like we just need to look at your, uh, the, your business foundation when that's all laid out and that looks great. Then a lot of the confidence is built. Right. And a lot of people who have like really great businesses, you can tell they just have a ton of confidence in themselves and they take action and messy action every single day. And that's the biggest thing is like, when I, when I hear, when I, you know, when I'm a client, I, I boxer, right. I'm boxing with my clients. So I'm like, and then they're like, Allison, I just am so discouraged. Like, I don't have any clients. And I'm like, okay, girl, hey, listen, what have you been doing all week? Tell me, since the minute you wake up in the morning and the minute you go to bed, what action steps are you taking? And it's like, well, on Tuesday, I wrote a piece of content. And like on Wednesday, I, I did. I messaged like five people. I'm like, how about messaging five people every morning before you even do anything? And then you message five more people at lunch. And then you're going to message five more. Like, so it's just like, People think that like they try it once, like, oh, I tried it five times and no one messaged me back. I'm like, try it 5,000 times and tell me what the results are. 5,000. Don't just base it off of five people that didn't return your message or didn't return your call or anything like that. Try it over and over and over again. So repetition is going to be your key to success for sure. Um, And that's just a part of all this too, is like, it's action steps that are uncomfortable. It's not action steps that feel amazing that are going to get us the results. Yeah. I think I love that you said, what did you say? Like messy and uncomfortable. Is that what you said? Yeah, um, it is. This whole business I, thing. Like, I, think for that sure. that is, I think that that is so spot on. And I think a lot of people are so scared to, to put something out there into the universe that is messy. You know, oh yeah, because um, it doesn't make us feel good, right? It's like, yeah, oh, it's very God, hard. Says this sucks, and I'm like, yeah. What if somebody says it sucks? Like, <laughs> yeah, it's very, it's very, very hard. You know, sometimes I sit down at my computer and I realize I haven't sent an email out to my email list in weeks, and I don't even have anything great to say. And I'm like, ugh, what am I gonna say? And I try and come up with some content, and I'm like, is this gonna bomb or is this gonna be great? And I just do it anyway because. Mm-hmm. 
you know, showing up is better than not showing up, right? And, and, you know, I think that getting back to the whole money mindset thing, you know, I think a lot of people sometimes feel that if you just, you, that you can like throw money at a problem, right? <laughs> like, like if I'm, if I'm struggling in my business, I'm just going to like pay an expensive coach. Oh, yeah. Oh, she'll right? do the work for me and she'll just get me the results I'm looking for. She, what happens is, you know, and I, I tell everybody this in the program is like, I'm going to lead you. I'm going to tell you what the strategy is. Okay. But I also, I'm going to put you in an energy to do the work. And you don't, you're, you usually don't do that for yourself. So I can help you get momentum by putting you in this energy. And that's why hiring coaches is so great. It's because they're literally putting you in the energy to get the work done that you would never normally do, right? Um, right. We would most likely not stay consistent unless we had a coach being like, hey, girl, did you get that? Did you, are you doing that today? Like, what's going on? Like, and you're like, crap, I got to get back. I gotta, oh, she's, we, as entrepreneurs, we don't have a boss. And that sucks. <laughs> like we have nobody <laughs> telling us to do all of the uncomfortable things that we have to get done. So therefore our to-do list just keeps getting like longer and longer and longer. And then like nothing happens. And then once again, you start complaining. I don't have any clients. I, I don't know what to do. And it's like, okay, let's go back to the foundation. Let's go back to the, like, like, let's look at where you're at energetically too. And I, you know, I, Jane, I talk about energy all the time. You know this, it's like, that when someone puts you in that energy of momentum, you're way more likely to get the work done and you're way more likely to get the results that you're looking for. Right. I also think it's really important to note that I think a lot of people are driven by money. Like they want, mm -hmm. they want to increase their income or increase their sales or, you know, land that first client so that they can get the first payment into their bank account. Right. And that's, what's motivating them rather than like showing up to serve mm. for your per perspective clients or your perspective, whoever you're servicing in your business. Right. And I think people get into a little bit of a mindset. It's sort of like a desperation mode, right. Where you're just out there trying to get the next sale rather than actually showing up with the mindset of like, I'm here to offer my expertise. I'm here to serve people in the best way that I know how. And when you come at it from that perspective, I think that's when the money drives in a little bit. Is that, would you agree? It's almost like when you get unattached from the money, that's when it usually comes in for sure. Like, I think, yeah, a lot of times uh, I, I'm guilty of this too. When I started my business, I, you should see my notebook from like five years ago, it was like, Allison will be a millionaire in one year. It's like, oh God, Allison, <laughs> we're like, slow your roll here, you know? But like, I had these big dreams of making a lot of money in this business because that's like when I first started is I wanted to get out of my corporate job and like I was able to get, I'm like, okay, now I need to make money though. And coaching, I thought was this avenue to becoming this mega millionaire or whatever. Um, and I just had to sit there. And I, of course, one of my coaches was very much just like, Allison, you're making this all about you when your business has, yes, you're a part of this, but really you're here to help. You're here to give and you're here to solve somebody's problem. And if you can just focus on the value, right? Money follows value. And I tell my coaches, I, all of my clients this every single day, when you just imagine if you did a live every single day and you gave a ton of value in this live, or you did a post every day, and you gave a ton of value. The likelihood of your business blowing up in the course of a year is 
really highly likely because you're giving a ton of value and people can see that. But if you're just constantly, and, and I love selling, don't get me wrong. Like I'm, I will tell you every day to sell as well, but like the likelihood of people just buying your stuff naturally, just because of who you are is, is a lot more likely. They're like, what are you selling? Like, tell me more about your offers just because your value is so amazing. And I'm learning so much and your energy behind this is so magnetic. Um, so of course it's totally fine to want more money. I'm all about abundance. Like it, it, it's, it's out there for everybody. And I want everybody to dream big, to build wealth inside of their lives, inside their businesses, not just for themselves, but for their families and all that sort of fun stuff. And it's such a ripple effect. Like it just, be, it just money makes you more of who you actually are. Like give somebody a thousand dollars, see what they do with it. If it's, Hey, I want to help out my family or I want to buy groceries for the needy or I don't know, whatever. Like you're just going to see somebody become more of who they are when they're given a lot of money. And so you know, if you are in debt right now, or you're feeling like I have, I have a ton of expenses, that's great. You just need money to, to live. And that's okay too. Um, but if, over time, like, you're going to have the security because you're making a lot of money. So what happens when you have security and you don't have to be in desperation mode anymore? You have this, t- a lot of people want that time and financial freedom, right? So when you have the financial freedom, you become, you start to realize, wow, who am I? What can I do with this sort of wealth? Um, so that's why I'm like, you got to dream big because that, why that like beyond, like when you're really thinking about financial freedom, that, that dream, that's every day when you wake up, what I want you thinking about, it's not just to pay your bills or I have to get this next client. This like feeling of desperation. It's what is this big, huge thing that you want to accomplish in this lifetime? Um, so I, I'm always encouraging people to think beyond the day to day and think like, what do I want in five years from now? What do I want in 10 years from now? And that energy that you bring to your business, that's, that's what I want. I want that energy, that passion, and just that you're fueling that, that vision that you want for yourself. Does that make sense? Like, am I? <laughs> yeah, it's fabulous. It's fabulous. Uh, let's shift gears. Let's, yeah. let's move to that sort of second basket, right? After you've sort of gotten over that hump and you've invested in yourself. Okay. Like you've decided I'm going to start this business. I'm going to pay somebody to make me a really beautiful website. I'm going to buy myself some business cards. I'm going to sign up for acuity or Calendly or whatever the little business expenses may be. Uh, And then you got to show up and, and find that first client. And, and what you're hearing is, you know, I don't know if we can spend the money, right? Like, I don't know if we have it, you know? Um, my husband doesn't think we should do this right now, right? Then you're coming up against all of these money objections. How do we get over that as a brand new entrepreneur? I feel like that is so hard when you finally gotten yourself to a place where you recognize the value of investing in yourself. And here you are asking others to invest in themselves, right? And and to receive support from you. And you're coming up against that, that money mindset block again. Uh, how do we move past that? Well, of course, hearing no feels really horrible because we're making it about ourselves. Like they're saying no to me, right? They're saying, and it's like a lot of times not the case. Um, so when we hear, when we hear, no, I want you to unpack that a little bit. Like, and it could just be on the sales call. Like maybe you, you didn't sound super confident in delivering what that big transformation is going to be. And so, okay. So when I say on, when when I'm on a sales call, I like to keep people in their heart space. 
Okay. Meaning like they called and they got on this call with you because there was something about you that they either desired or something about this program that, you know, was super compelling. And they got on this call with you because there's something going on. And from their heart, they booked this call. Right. And so of course we want to keep them in their heart space as much as possible. But a lot of times when we start talking about money, our mind, right. Our, our, that's not from our heart anymore. Our brain starts to go, can I afford this? Oh my God. Like I have bills to pay. I got uh, my student loans, all these things are so a lot like our logic starts, starts coming up. And so therefore we, we go, we got, I have to think about it. I have to think about it. And then of course, like, you know, on that call too, you know, especially with any sort of coaching, uh, coaching uh, program or business, whatever, there's a part of us um, that goes, is this the right time? can I actually get the results that I'm looking for? It's the same thing, right? Like you buying a program, it's the same conversation. So on that call though, like we want to make sure that we're bringing them back to why they got on the call. Like you said at the beginning of this call, how, how not necessarily desperate, but like, you know, how much you really needed this. So pretty much what changed from, you know, 20 minutes ago to (laughs) now, right? Um, And so I, I know a lot of times we're, we have this big fear of, okay, what if somebody says no? Um, is, is my prices too high? Maybe I should lower my prices. Nobody wants to buy this. When realistically, it could just be you're, you're not necessarily in the right, uh, you don't have the right audience, right? That could be, that could be it. Like, are you, and I'm not, I, I have no, um, like when I say stay at home moms, I'm not saying, I guess I don't want to shame any stay at home moms. Okay. So if you're constantly trying to book stay at home moms, well, guess what? They don't have, possibly money of their own right now. They're, you know, their husband's working. So like they have to go, okay, I have to talk with my husband. He's probably going to say no to this because, you know, spending, maybe it's $500, spending $500 right now is kind of a a no. Um, So there's all (laughs) these things that come up. So it's a fear inside of them saying, okay, I have a fear of talking with my husband about money or fear. Like they have their own money insecurities that you know nothing about. Right. And that's a whole nother thing. Right. But yeah, when they, um, this, that woman on the other end and you, you kind of have to coach her through this. And that's why sales calls, I feel like are so, so important. If you don't want to do sales calls, like if you're like, Allison, I don't do sales calls anymore. Right. That's totally fine too. Your content has to talk a lot about that. Your content is so important in doing the convincing for you. Okay. And you're not, when you got on a sales call, there should be zero convincing that you're the coach for them or zero convincing that this is the right program. It's for, it's for them to share more about what's going on, bring them to their vision, and then answer any questions that they have, okay? But confidently, you have to say, hey, this is my program. This is how amazing it is. And a lot of times people, when they can feel that energy behind that dollar amount, it's it's in their mind, they can sit there and go, I can justify this. this I know buying this program is going to change my whole life and everybody else around me. And that's, I think, what the amazing thing that sleep consultants do is it's such a ripple effect. It's not just the mom that gets transformed, the dad, the baby, the other siblings. And then therefore you're like, God, you go to work so much nicer and all these fun things when you get a full night's sleep and all those things. But like, you know, kind of going back to, you know, uh, to, you know, to what I was saying is like that when, when you're trying to convince somebody on a sales call, you're doing it wrong. That's not the the con- that the convincing is usually done way beforehand. Um, sometimes they just need that point of contact to answer some questions and to feel your energy behind this. So are you confident talking about your services? If you're not, practice. Practice it over and over again. Have all of those really crappy sales calls at the very beginning so you can figure out how do I, how do I actually uh, deliver 
talking about my deliverables? Like, how do I actually talk about money? Do I, does my tone go up? Does my tone go down? Do I just immediately go, Oh, you can't afford it. Okay, great. Well, it was great talking with you. Um, if you change your mind, let me know. Or are you saying, Hey, let's like talk more about why you can't afford it. Like, let's be, let's have a really open and honest conversation about this. Like, when someone can actually unpack a little bit of why they can't afford it, I don't ever want you leaving that sales call not knowing why they can't afford it realistically. Not saying you want to like get too personal with somebody, but a lot of times it's like, hey, like you, you, you might just right now have to talk with your husband and that's fine. I respect that. But what do you think he's going to say about this? Right? Like, have you talked to him about this? Like, does he actually understand what you're going through? And so you kind of can coach her a little bit when she has to actually go and talk about money to somebody else. And even like when I said about your audience, like if you're just talking to stay at home moms and, you know, in your content, okay, well, maybe we need to make a little bit of a shift. Do you actually love working with working moms? Because they have, they have to have a good night's sleep realistically because they have to go to work and focus and actually maybe give presentations and, you know, it's a totally different vibe when that mom has to get a good night's sleep to actually, you know, make a living. Um, so maybe it's just like a little bit of a, an audience um, shift that you need to make and just talking more about that in your content. Um, Let's talk yeah. about setting pricing because, you know, you oh, mentioned, yeah. you mentioned that when you're feeling like you're getting a lot of no's, it's very mm-hmm. quick to say, well, like maybe I'm too expensive. Yeah. Uh and I think I, I have this conversation with almost every single student that comes through my program. They want to know how to set their pricing, uh, what's too high, what's too low. And the two things, I'm curious how you feel about this, but the two things that I always say when somebody asks me that question is, you know, number one, it needs to be a dollar amount that like you're excited to show up for right? Because if you're pricing yourself so low, then you're going to resent the work that you're doing. You're not going to enjoy your work. You're not going to show up uh, passionately. You're not going to show up uh, the way that your clients deserve to have you show up, right? Like being fully present and supportive for them if you're feeling undervalued, right? And then the second thing I always say is that you have to be able to say that number out loud without wincing, without feeling insecure about it right? So I can't tell anybody how to set their pricing. I can't tell people charge $500 or $800, whatever you want to charge, but you need to actually be excited when that dollar amount hits your bank account. Because if you're not excited, then how are you going to show up and do a good job for them? Mm-hmm. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. I, I think I'm with you on this. I agree with you hundred percent. Like you have to confidently say a dollar amount. So at the very beginning of your business, like maybe it is $200 or maybe it's $300. Don't charge just don't charge something just because somebody else is charging that sort of amount. Okay. Like that's my biggest thing is like, what can you confidently say? And something that you said is like, just, are you excited about that? If you know, three, $300 came in your bank account right now, are you going to be excited to show up for that client today? Because if you're not, okay, well, the likelihood of you getting them results and making them feel really, really excited about this as well. Like that, I mean, that's what you really want. You want them leaving your program being like, oh my God, that was amazing. She is awesome. That's how you're going to get more clients. Right. So if you're undercharging, uh, you know, it's just, it's normal at the beginning, but over time you have to sit there and go, okay, $50 more, $50 more. And then all of a sudden you're at, at that price where you're just like, this is my dollar amount. And I'm going to stay here for a while until like, I don't feel good about this anymore. Um, and you just, I think for me, it's totally intuitive. Um, I don't really listen to other coaches and they're like, okay, raise your prices. I'm like, no, cause I, I don't feel comfortable about that yet. 
I know I will, but right now I feel really comfortable charging this and I feel good. Like energetically, we both feel good about that. Right. Um, so I think that just takes time and not something that don't rush to raise your price just because everybody else is charging something else. Do what you feel is good. Always trust your intuition on that. Always. Um, and like you said too, is like, you know, at the end of that sales call, when you're like, okay, it costs this much. How are you delivering that? <laughs> and if you're immediately just getting off the call with them and they say no, okay, well, you probably have to do some work. Probably have to do some work with that. Um, I've had sleep consultants say, like, I don't even talk, I don't even talk about the price because I'm so scared. And I literally just send them an email after with the pricing. I'm like, I'm sorry, what? Like, no, on that sales call, you literally have to tell them so you can coach them through that. Um, so I think that's one of the biggest things is your money mindset has a lot to do with how much you're going to be charging in your business. So really unpacking some of that is like, where does that come from? Do you, do you even have a fear of, of talking with your spouse about money? Because then maybe we really need to talk about all of the things with money and managing money and just how, how you feel about it. Um, if you just have a fear of looking in your bank account, I want you ex- not, not, it, it, I know that you might be, maybe some people are watching this or, or listening to this and you're like, okay, I'm kind of in the negatives here. I have a lot of credit card that I hate looking at that. I want you posting that dollar amount in front of you and just literally saying, I'm not afraid of you. I'm not afraid of my debt anymore. I'm not afraid of investing in myself because I know that eventually, eventually you will make this money back, but you really have to believe that, right? There's a whole, that's, that's a whole thing. Like, so what are your beliefs around money? Do you believe that you'll never, never make money back? Ever like because that's not true. You always you there's always a flow of money in your life usually, Um, and it's just trusting so much in yourself that you're going to be able to make that money back. Um, But yeah, I think there's a whole whole like, and it really comes down to like your childhood, society. Um, I'm totally fine talking about money, but like my parent, like we grew up and like it was not okay to talk about that sort of stuff. And I now like shout it loud and proud when I have a really good month and I'm like, hello, like, oh, I'm so excited, but not everybody, <laughs> not everybody is comfortable celebrating some of that stuff, but also celebrating. Okay. Crap. I had a crappy month and you know, whatever, like just acknowledging some of that sort of stuff too. Is just like, but I know, I know that I'm going to make money again. <laughs> like, you know, like, I think we always have to remember that because like, immediately you get a client and then your mind goes to, I have to get another client because I, oh my God, I have this fear that I'm never going to get a client again. And it's like, no, trust that your, your client is going to come. Um, there's a whole thing around consistency too, and making your business predictable and all. It's like, you just have to trust that if you put in the work and you stay consistent, your business is going to stay consistent. Um, but a lot of times we get all these clients and then we stop doing all the sales and marketing and therefore we're not consistent anymore. And you're like, well, what happened? It's like, well, you're the sales, some of the sales and marketing stuff needs to be automated when you are very, very busy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I actually, I was really, when you were just talking a minute ago, I was having a flashback to my week last week where I was having a like slow week. I'm going to put in air quotes in my business. Okay. And I was comparing the way that like, you know, when I look at my Stripe, where like all my credit card, all the money that comes into my business comes in through Stripe largely. So I can see like month over month and like where I was the first week of May versus the first week in June. And June was seeming so slow and I was so down in the dumps Mm -hmm. and And I had to check myself and say, like, hey, Jane, you know, chill out. (laughs) It's it's June. 
fifth, like <laughs> simmer down, you know, and, and get to work. Right. Uh, rather than like seeing something that didn't excite me in my bank account and freezing and panicking, uh, what did I do? I, I got to work, which was no different than what I had been doing June 1st through 5th, right? Because I am committed to every single day showing up in my business, regardless of what comes of it. That's just, that is a commitment that I've made to myself. And, and you know, it's so funny. I was, I was sort of like a little recluse in my own brain last week. And, and then the next day I was like all down in the dumps. I was so bummed. I was having a horrible start to my month. And then literally I woke up one morning and I had two new people mm -hmm. enroll in my programs, people that I had never spoken to mm -hmm. people that just like had been lurking and listening to my mm -hmm. messaging. Maybe they were on my email list. Maybe they found me on Pinterest. I don't know, but they found my, they found my messaging and they heard it loud and clear and, and they trusted in me. And that all happened while I was in my own stupor, you know, um, and and it's like a roller coaster of emotions that is never ending in entrepreneurship. It does not matter whether you are in your first mm -hmm. month of business or you've been doing this for ten years or anywhere in between. I think success is all relative. Financial success, however you want to define su success, it's all relative, and and we're always, I think those of us who are really into our businesses and into growth, we're just always trying to grow. So there always feels like there's more to do. There's more to gain. There's more to learn. There's more to receive. Right. And, and we just have to keep our minds in check during all of it because it's enough to really drive you crazy. <laughs> well, yeah. And that's a lot of reason why people stop. It's like this big like your all of your deepest, darkest fears come to light when you start a business. It is, and I told people this many times, like it is the best form of self-development for you. You're going to face everything when you decide to start this business. And it's not to say that you shouldn't do that because you, you need to, you need to, if you want to grow and you want to be the, at that success that you want to be at, you have to face all of this. And so, yeah, the day-to-day -day mindset stuff is so hard. It is so hard. And so many, um, I think so, we downplay it so much of like how many, like I can literally wake up, have that payment notification come in. And then like, no joke by noon. I'm like, this is just so hard. Like, why <laughs> right. am I doing this? Maybe I shouldn't be a coach anymore. Blah, blah, blah. And it's like, oh God, Allison, relax. Like, ugh, just chill. And it, it just like, you're constantly talking to yourself and it's like giving yourself these like mini little pep talks. And it's just like, yeah, this entrepreneur roller coaster of emotions is so real. Um, but everybody, every single person is going through it. Every, every day, everybody's doing the same thing and you get better with it over time because you know, you just know it's just that deep inner knowing that you're going to be okay and you're going to have more payments come in. <laughs> like it just, it, it will, it will happen. But especially at the beginning of your business, it is so, so hard. And I always say, go through the growing pains, go through the growing pains. You're going to come out a way more expansive, healthy, uh, entrepreneur, and it's just, it's just a part of this. And like, yeah, I don't think a lot of people want to talk about that part, but it's no, it people do not like, people do not like to talk about it. Uh, another thing that's coming to my mind is like yeah. skin in the game. Okay. Uh, yeah. We're talking mm -hmm. about investing either yeah. when we're investing in ourselves as entrepreneurs or when we're expecting our clients or prospective clients to invest in us. Uh, one thing that really helps me 
grow my business is continuing to invest in myself, continuing to have skin in the game. You know, every single time I write a big check, whether it's to a coach or a strategist or I hire a Pinterest manager or somebody to help me blog or whatever it may be, every single time I swipe that credit card or write a big check, uh, for me, that is reinvesting in myself and in my business and it's skin in the game. Uh, mm -hmm. it, it put, it lights a new fire under me to work harder, work smarter, be more strategic, be more thoughtful about my next mm -hmm. move. And I think that sometimes people who are afraid to invest in themselves, they're afraid to have any skin in the game. If you don't have any skin in the game, like mm -hmm. you're not in the game. Yeah. Right. If you want to hit that level of success, which I know a lot of your listeners do, it's making big, bold moves like all the time and not saying you're, you need to like throw down like 20 grand right now to like make the money you want to make because that's not always true, like make a wise decision. But yeah, like the coaches who are continuing to succeed in this business, it's because they're constantly investing to learn more. How can I make this easier? How can I make this better? How can I make this more automated? How can I just get better at sales and marketing so that I don't have to do more sales and marketing, right? Like that's the biggest thing is like, I just want to get so good at this one part so I don't have to do a lot of it anymore. Yeah. Um, and I think, yeah. yeah and then we expect that of our clients too, right? Like uh, we always talk about inside of Center for Pediatric Sleep Management, some of us, when we're first getting started, we'll take on pro bono clients and we'll offer to help them for free in exchange for a testimonial and good word of mouth. But you know what happens with those free clients is they don't show up, right? And they're yeah. not fully committed. Oh, absolutely. And Right. So, so it's the yeah. same thing with, with our clients when, when they don't have any skin in the game, it's hard for them to have results when they don't have skin in the game. Yeah. And same for us as entrepreneurs, when we don't have skin in the game, it's like, you have nothing to lose. And when you have nothing to lose, you have nothing to gain either. You know, you mm -hmm. just sort of stay stuck. Absolutely. That's such a great way of, uh, of putting all this is there has to be like something that shifts inside of you when you swipe that credit card or whatever it is. Um, and it's the same thing for your clients. Like, so $500 to Jane and I might be like, Oh, 500 bucks. Like, ugh, not, not, not a huge amount, but if we say, okay, 5,000 or $50,000, there's something that literally is going to change inside of you when you spend $50,000 on a coach completely. Like that's a huge energy shift. But if I said 500, it's like, well, I can probably make that back next week <laughs> or whatever tomorrow. It's just a, it's a totally different thing. So every client that you have, five hundred dollars to them might be like, oh no, big deal. Like I have I I have that money right now. Like I spend that much money uh, every weekend just going out with my girlfriends. Like so it, it it really is. It just really all depends on the person. Um, that's why I was saying earlier is like finding your right the right audience for you. Does this audience you know does does this certain mom buy like the Honest Brand diapers? Does she like love organic food? Like that, that might be the type of mom that you want to be targeting instead of the mom, like I said, who's kind of stay at home. She's couponing, penny pinching. She doesn't know how much money they have in their bank account. Like she's, she has a fear of just of, of, of investing because she doesn't actually know much about money. So you kind of want to, you know, when it comes to sales and marketing is, you know, really making sure that your audience uh, is filled with people that you would consider ideal clients and that can and really love spending money. People love spending money. I think that we have to all remember that. People spend money every day. They spend money on getting their nails done, going to the movies, whatever that is. 
but why not, why not invest in, in you? Right. Like, that's that's the big question. It's like, well, people are already spending money. Why aren't they why aren't they spending money on me? And it's like, how are you showing up? Are you showing up as the leader where people are constantly investing in them? Are you just posting, you know, when I talk about social media stuff, just because that's I'm the social media coach here. Um, you know, are you are you showing up as if you already have the audience of your dreams? Are you showing up as if you already have the business of your dreams? Are you showing up as if somebody who's brand new? Right. And I think we, we all have to kind of up-level ourselves. And sometimes it is hiring a coach to kind of get us to that level of confidence that we need. I love when people come through my program and I literally every day, I'm like trying to expand your comfort zone. We got to get you out of this comfort zone so that you can make the money you want to make. Because if we're constantly just hiding, um, we don't post, we don't talk about our services. And when we do talk about our services, it's not very confidently. And there's all these things that come up. It's like, all we call, you know, we call them the limiting beliefs, right? What are these beliefs that you constantly are are fighting within yourself? And we need to acknowledge them and acknowledge them fast and get over that. Like we need we need to move on so that you can have this business of your dreams and have the life of your dreams. And a lot of times we're just so scared to acknowledge all that. And a lot of it's the money mindset. It's like how do I feel? How do I really feel about money? Um, and, and and swiping my credit card on something that I have no idea if it's going to get me results. I have no idea if I'm actually going to get my return on investment. I, I don't, I don't know, but it's trusting. It's a, the trust inside of yourself. They, you guys can trust Jane and I all day long. I trust Jane. She's amazing. But do I trust in myself to get the results? And that's where a lot of people don't invest because they lack this trust inside of themselves, but you can do it. You can definitely do it. And I think that's the biggest thing is like getting you over that hump and just think back to all the other times that you invested and you got your money back or think back to all the times that it's like even going to school. It's like you spent money for the school and you didn't even think twice about it. And you got the results. You got the You got, you got the knowledge that you needed. I think every coaching container, no matter if you get the results or, you know, the ROI or whatever, you at least got what you needed out of that program. I hundred percent know that for every single client that has come through, whether they get a client or not get a client, I always have them come back at some point saying, I didn't get a client when I was you know, in your program. I have clients now, but I, you kept telling me to trust. You kept telling me that the clients were coming. And it's just so hard for, for, you know, for coaches is to always tell them that. But yeah, investing in yourself, like guaranteed, air quotes, guaranteed results does not exist. But just know that you're always going to get exactly what you need out of every investment. Always. Yeah, I think that's exactly right. I I mean, I think back to like every recent things that I've spent money on in my business and they all they haven't all been like the best decisions, but I've learned something from every single one of them. I've grown as an entrepreneur from every single experience and you know, that's not money wasted. That's that's a part of the journey and it's made me a better business person. It's made me more savvy for my next decision and you know, onward and upward, right? Always. Yeah. Because every, every, every business decision that you make, yeah, it could, it could be a flop. Absolutely. I've definitely made some horrible, horrible investments, but I, when I sit there and go, what did I learn from this experience? What did I learn from this? And there, that's huge. That's a huge learning experience for me. And I can never, um, you know, I, 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 I honestly think everything's meant for you at some point. Like, whether I know what it is today or maybe it's a year from now, um, I don't, it's just one of those things for me. Investing and just spending money, yeah, has a huge fear around it. But always, you're gonna you're gonna come out a, a different person. Um, and I and that's what I love about entrepreneurship is just like constantly learning about yourself. Um, this is 
this road down success is you becoming the best version of yourself. And no one wants to really highlight that, but that's what it is. That's you. And so like I said, investing is somebody else trying to help you see that, see the best version of yourself that you can't always see. Love that. For those that are listening to this and are thinking, I want to invest with Allison, she knows her stuff. Uh, Where can everybody connect with you? Where can they find you online? Yeah, I hang out pretty much just solely on Instagram. So if you want to come hang out with me, I'm Allison Henderson underscore coach. Um, I'm sure uh, Jane will put that in some show notes and stuff. And, and then I have a bunch of freebies and stuff that you guys can take a look at. Um, I, do, I recently did a money money mindset challenge where I really got you out of your comfort zone, gave you some action steps, uh, but also kind of gave you some knowledge around money. Um, so check that out too. Um, and yeah, like the sooner that we can get you over some of the mindset humps around cash and we want to get it flowing to you as fast as possible. Um, so yeah. Amen to that. Come hang out with me on Instagram. (laughs) Thank you, Allison. It's always a pleasure chatting with you and I will leave all of her links in the show notes and, uh, she will be back around soon. Allison and I, we chat all the time. So thank you again for chatting with me today and can't wait to do it again soon. Bye Jane. Bye everyone. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Becoming a Sleep Consultant podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, it would mean so much to me if you would rate, review, and subscribe. When you rate, review, and subscribe, this helps the podcast reach a greater audience. I am so grateful for your support. If you would like to learn more about how you can become a certified sleep consultant, head over to my Facebook group, Becoming a Sleep Consultant, or to my website, thecpsm.com. Thanks so much. And I hope you will tune in for the next episode.